Welcome to SickCast, brought to you by Sick Research Institute, illuminating every path. Welcome to Visaki Countdown, a series highlighting individual experiences and relationships that people hold with Visaki. Coming from diverse backgrounds, countries, and experiences, our team is passionate about sharing their connection to Visaki and its resonance in their lives. Follow along as each team member highlights their story of what Vasaki means to them. Today, you will hear from Jajar Singh, who serves on the Sikri board. Welcome to the Sikh Research Institute's Countdown to Vasaki, Day 5. My name is Jajar Singh. I'm on the board of directors for Sikri. And today, I want to talk to you about my reflections of Vasaki and growth and um, specifically through the lens of Basant Kivar. Let's talk about Basant as a whole. Basant is a rag that's commonly sung in the blossoming season, in the spring season, when the when things are growing, it's becoming greener, um, the harvest season as well, and Vasaki falls in Basant. And the rag is so beautiful because it talks about growth and, and becoming green, and, and um, common words are hari or har, or Molea, and, and I'm going to reference some other Shabbats from Basant. But uh, if we look at Basant Givar, the first body talks about how one grows. So the first line is, And I think this line is really beautiful because it says, Har um, in this case, first of all, Har is the most common word in Guru Ransab. It can refer to any number of things, but in this case, it's referring to Ikwankar. So harka nam, uh, nam uh, literally means name, but it also means identification or you know what something stands for. When you call someone by their name, it's not just the name itself; it's it's their being. So harka nam is is the essence of ekonkar. So harka nam te aike hohu hariapai, and I think it's really beautiful here where it talks about hohu hariapai. Hareya means to become green. Um, and in, in this case, it talks about becoming green through growth, through the growth of understanding now. And I think this is a really uh, a cool thing to talk about because um, each of us has our own growth to ha- be had and we each grow in different ways. If you look at plants, they, they grow under the right conditions. And some plants might need watering every week, others need watering every day. But if you give them the right conditions, they will sprout, they will flower, and they will end up achieving their full potential. And I think the same thing is true for us. Um, in fact, if you look at Professor Putin Singh's writing in a, in a chapter called Conduct of Life, he talks about this exact thing. He says, only one thing is needful, that the tree of the human soul should shoot, should shoot upwards along its soul axis aright, from roots springing in the dark, and raising its tops proudly aloft in the infinite sunshine of life. And in this essay in general, I love this essay because Professor Purenzing talks about how for different people, growth is different things. If someone is, um, you know, a spendthrift and really, really cautious about spending any money and kind of a miser, for those people, sometimes it's okay for them to um, invest in themselves, you know, or if someone is constantly trying to consume more and more, sometimes it's okay for them to say, I'm going to take a step back and, and kind of reset myself and, and what I think is important to me. 
And I think this mattered a lot to me because I see sometimes in our in our own communities, in my in my own thinking, that I feel that I always have to be correct, that making mistakes is somehow irrevocable or irreversible. And I think the first lesson from Basant Kiva that I'd like to take is to embrace growth. Because the only way that you will grow is if you take chances. And inevitably, if you make mistakes, as long as your intention is to learn from those mistakes, as long as you take those lessons and don't repeat them, um, I think that's how you find your soul, is, is the way Professor Furensing writes it. But that's the way you find what's right for you. And if you even look at trees, not every tree grows the same. The bonsai tree grows like this. Um, so growth is usually not linear as well. And, and I think one of the beautiful things about Sikhi is that growth and, and becoming a better person is not reserved for people who have only done good things their whole life. If you look at the example of Sajjan Tug, for example, who literally used to take people into his house, kill them, and steal their belongings, Guru Nanak Sahib helps Sajjan Tug realize the error of his ways and become a better person. Um, same thing can be said for the Chali Mukte, who abandoned Guru Gobind Singh at Nanpur Sahib, or Pandey Khan, who turned against Guru Hargobind, fought him in battle, but in the last moment asked him for forgiveness. So I think in Sikhi, um, sometimes we get up in concepts of purity or not wanting to make the mistakes. Uh, one thing I'd like to take this Basant and this Vasakhi is to be okay with failure because that's the way that growth is going to occur. And in the last line of the first body, um, Guru Arjan Sahib, you know, kind of clarifies this in my eyes. He says, Nanak simre ek naam, fir By contemplating simmer to meditate, to understand, to um, kind of repeat ek naam, the naam of ekonkar, fir you won't keep cycling. And a lot of people take this to mean cycles of birth and death, and that's a whole other conversation, but you can also think about it in terms of learning from your mistakes. The point of growth is that you start to break cycles that end up hurting you and you start to create better habits. Um, and so I think that this body reminds me to embrace growth. The second um, body is um, all about kind of the state of being when I think a Sikh is in flow. And to explain what flow is, um, it's kind of a psychology term that refers to when someone's challenge and their ability are matched. So people have these moments of intense clarity or intense work where their productivity is super high because they're evenly matched to the challenge that's coming their way. And Guru Arjun Sahib talks about this, in my opinion, spirit of flow in the Sikh context, where he says, Panje badde mahabali kar toa, that I have been able to restrain or control my five vices. You know, rog sog submit gay nit nava niroa. That my rog, my diseases, my sog, my sorrows are all gone. And every day, nit, every day, nava niroa, I become new. You know, and again, this is that same idea of blossoming, where I think, um, you know, when six are in the, in, at their best, when I'm at my best, I wake up so excited for the re the next day. It doesn't matter if my back is hurting or, you know, whatever happened the night before because I'm so ready to seize the day. And Guru Arjan Sahib talks about how this is possible. He says, Jiste upaje ananaka soi firhoa. 
just the opposite, the one that I came from, the origin, I have now become. And I think this is what we talk about a lot in becoming attuned with Vaheguru and, and attuned with the world, that um, the perspective is just different. And, and that's kind of the goal for us, like, is to become aligned with Hukam. And, you know, we see this in, in other, in, in kind of the mindset of Basant. You know, that everything is blossoming around me. Um, and, you know, I think all of us also look for ways to become part of something larger than ourselves. In this case, Guru Arjun Sahib is talking about becoming part of Ikko Ankar. Um, and I think there are steps to that, right? Joining the Khalsa Panth is, is a huge step in that process because, you know, each of us wants to find organizations or causes that we care about and become part of them, whether it's a job or a nonprofit or just a group of friends who work together to achieve a goal. Um, and in Vasakhi, I think Guru Gobind Singh started that for the Khalsa when, um, when he basically said, come be part of something larger than yourself that fights throughout history for, for good. And people have different relationships with Khande Kipol. It's a very um, personal relationship for, for everyone, including myself. But uh, I think one thing that I have grown in is my thought process from, oh, taking Amrit is essentially following a set of rules to it's actually pledging my allegiance to something larger than myself where um, I would be part of a group of people who throughout history have fought for, for rights and, and, and truth. So I think the second takeaway from Basant Kiva that I will be taking is become part of organizations or groups that help expand your mind, that help achieve goals in life and in the world that are worth fighting for. And ultimately, hopefully, worth dying for. Um, and kind of the last portion of Basant Kiva, the last of body or stanza, talks about kind of the, I think, more of a global lens on, on Sikhi and truth. Guru Arjun Sahib says, ke, uh, you know, Kitthopje which refers to, you know, where. Where are beings created? Where do they stay? And, and where do they ultimately end up merging into? And then Jiyajant Sabkasam Ke Kaon Ki Jiyajant is the beings of the world. Sabkasam Ke are all, are all part of the, the husband or the, the beloveds. You know, we all belong to Ekonkar. Kaon Ki is like, how can you put a price on that? How can, who can say how much that's worth? Um, and then Gurjan Sahib says, That the people who understand this, this truth of the capital T, are the ones who um, are beautiful. And beautiful not in the traditional sense of they look good, but beautiful in terms of like their light is radiant, is the way that I take it. Um, and then Gurjan Sahib talks about where this is coming from. Uh, he says, Such pure gur updesya nanak sunave. Pura is a really cool word to me in, in Gurbani because it means full or complete. You know, and, and Guru Arjan Sahib here says, The full, complete guru has, is the one who has instructed me, and I'm the one who's saying it. And of course, like all gurus, he uses the word nanak because there's one jod throughout all of our gurus. So I think here, 
the idea is that when when you're in the state of being uh, when you're in the state of being where you are able to be in tune you can see kind of truth the capital T what's permanent uh, at the end of the day all of us go through cycles birth and death um, you know there's nothing that's permanent except for that ekamkar so i think this is an invitation for me and for us to to really see how we can connect to um not just something larger than ourselves but the thing that is larger than ourselves which is ekamkar and um kind of the questions that i would ask myself in the coming year um since basakhi is kind of the start of a new year for six is um you know how am i embracing growth and what am i planting this basant you know we saw what the farmers of india have been planting and um kind of the fearlessness how they have stood up to um you know what what they feel is unfair and and un- unjust so i guess what uh, the questions that that i would like to hear from you are what are you planting this basant what are the growth things that you want to work on what are the parts of the world that you want to become more involved in in the groups of people and lastly how are you working on recognizing it going god within yourself within others and and um kind of using that grace to to shape your own world view for any mistakes um i hope i take them as a growth opportunity and uh thank you for listening and letting me share a little bit about what Masaki means to me. Tune in tomorrow for the next uh the next installment in the Kantan de Basaki. Vahiguruji ka khalsa, Vahiguruji ki. You are listening to Sick Cast by Sick Research Institute. Illuminating every path.